Hello, this is Jenna Cantor with Physiotherapy Performance Perspectives. I have the honor of interviewing Heather Mogulnicki, and it's M- how do you say it? M-O-G-I-E-L-N-I-C-K-I, Mogulnicki. Mogulnicki! Mogulnicki. Mogulnicki! Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a singer. <laughs> but what she is, oh, perfect segue, is she's an occupational therapist, an OT. Yeah, you know me. I said OTT. Um, so she's an occupational therapist. You are my first occupational therapist to come on. She works with musicians, but we're actually going to be putting a lot of energy into what does an occupational therapist do? Yes, this is so important for you performing artists to know this because you need to know why you would go to a chiropractor, why you would go to acupuncturist, which I have interviews on that. Check them out. They're awesome. This, I finally have an occupational therapist. So first of all, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and would you mind, and this is a hard question between occupational, ther- phys- occupational therapy and physical therapy. We still struggle with this, but we're going to just try to define it for you so you can just find your way especially with break dancers people are dancing on their arm their arms so yes so let's all right yes yes all right you're like oh oh. Oh, so this is this is a question that um i've gotten asked over the last 20 years what's the difference between an ot and pt so and it's a very um it, it can be a difficult question to ask, but when we were in school for OT, and a lot of our classes actually were the same. We were in classes with PTs, and you know, then we kind of branched off, and then we'd come back together. But we are really holistically based, mind, body, spirit. We treat holistically. Um, we look at function. What are you not able to do that you really love that you want to be able to do? Um, so... As an OT, I actually specialized in treatment of the upper extremity, so I be- went on and became a certified hand ser- therapist. So there's lots of areas that you can work in with occupational therapy, but I chose to specialize in orthopedics um, and then also with musicians. So if you're talking dancers and if you're talking um, you know, upper body injuries that dancers may have, an OT is a perfect choice to go see them if they're a certified hand therapist, that they have extra specialty in those treatments of those, of those body parts. And we also then really look at the psychological impact of trauma that happens. And we try to address those issues as well, because with any injury, whether you're a musician or if you're a dancer or in the arts, there's that whole fear factor and anxiety factor that comes with an injury because it's your career. And it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Yes. This is great. This is so good. I'm so glad we're having this conversation. Here's where it gets confusing, guys. Get ready to be like, what the hell? All right. So for physical therapy, we treat, we're treat we trained to treat the whole body to move physically. So we can treat arms and hands as well. But there is a difference. There is a difference. And it does, the lines do gl- get blurred. So what I'm going to emphasize right now is the most important thing you need to know from this conversation. Whoever you go to, if you get better, that's what matters. Let me say that again. Whoever you go to, if you get better, that is what matters. Of course, you want the first door you walk into to be the correct one so you're not wasting your time and your or your money. So knowing alone that upper extremity is definitely a great specialty for occupational therapy is a great jump start. So you don't walk in thinking, oh yes, you know, like get my leg, you know, like <laughs> they'd be like, what the heck is going on here? It's about the right fit too. Like you have to make sure that it's a, it's a right fit for you. And it may not, you know, you 
it may not be one specific provider. You may have you may meld better with another provider, and that's okay. The most important thing is that there's a connection that you have with whoever is treating you, whether it's an OT or PT. Because again, PTs can do upper extremities, OTs specialize in that as well. So it really has to be the right fit for you. I love that. I love that very much. So with that that being said, let's now move into musicians. You work with musicians. Hello, you guitar player who looks really sexy playing it on the beach. We're talking to you. Hello, you drummer. Hello, you flutist. We are speaking to you as well. Would you mind sharing common injuries you've seen? Although that's going to be hard because there's so many different types of instruments. Ooh, try your best to generalize because that really does change depending on the size and shape and all that stuff of the instrument. It does. So it, it, it does change depending on the instrument. But the, the biggest take home that I can tell you is that you want to make sure that your body is fitted to your instrument because every instrument puts you in a completely contorted position and you need to make sure that you are as ergonomically quote unquote correct as your body can be at that instrument. You move in and out of those postures and that when you're not at your instrument, you're doing things to get you out of the deforming positions that your instrument actually puts you in. So with working with musicians, it's a huge aspect of wellness, 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 which is something I never had when I was, when I was studying and when I was working as a musician, nobody ever told me any of these things things, ever told me any of these things. And it would have made a huge difference in my life. And I wouldn't have ended up with injuries more than likely. So that's a huge thing. But lots of lots of shoulder things. Posture, posture is a big thing. Um, that's one thing that is really, really important. Lots of thumb issues because people are really putting too much pressure on their thumbs as they're trying to hold and stabilize their instruments. They're not putting the pressure in the correct area. Breathing is a huge another, another issue with patients that they're even string players. They're not breathing correctly. They're holding their breath. It creates muscle tension in their body, how they approach their instrument sometimes is really too tense. Um, so a lot of forearm, a lot of elbow. Um, I see a lot of patients that end up with numbness and tingling in their hands just because guitarists especially will be resting their forearm on their instrument and it'll compress one of their nerves and their, their little fingers and their ring finger will be numb and tingly. So. Oh yeah. That would totally get in the way. Totally have a saltine cracker in my mouth, but I'm going to just speak with food in my mouth now because that just feels right. <laughs> Thank, that's really helpful. Um, I like how you were talking about the alignment and, and that, that's straight off the bat. That's, uh, I've learned that as well. And that's such a good, such a good point. And when you're learning how to play, you're a lot of people, you become a master at it, but then they don't go into how even just aligning your wrist can make a huge difference. And it feels different when the musicians are taught this. So for you and your experience, about how long has it really taken, just so people can be realistic with themselves on how long it can take to make those body physical changes? How, you know, uh, any advice, uh, time, all that kind of stuff. I would love that insight. So a lot of that depends on the person. I just actually had a flutist who came to me for wellness. She wanted to make sure that she was doing everything correctly so she can prevent injuries in the future. So that I absolutely love because that's a huge, 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 huge thing. And that's one of the things I really focus on as well in my um, programs and with my patients is that you need to come for wellness and make sure that you're put in the in the correct spot. So she had some issues with her thumb placement. She had some issues with um, her actually lower extremity and how she was standing. And she picked things up really, really quickly. We just modified things very, you know, very subtly. And she was able to implement them actually within 
hours. Like it was really, really fast. There's other patients that I've had that have, you know, aren't able to adapt quite as quickly. It may take them a couple of weeks to do their, their technique changes. Um, so it really depends because we have those motor pathways when we, when we get into a habit of doing something a certain way, we have a motor pathway and we have to erase that motor pathway and then create a new one. So it's like when you learn a phrase the wrong way and you have to go back and relearn it, it takes you twice as long to relearn it the right way than it took you to learn it the wrong way. So it depends on the person, but technique changes are kind of also an ongoing thing because our bodies are changing as we age as well. So you always want somebody to kind of check in with you and, and see how you're playing and make sure that as you as you move forward in your career that you continue to be at a good ergonomic position at your instrument. Fire! Mm, mm, mm. uh, that was great. I love that. Um, oh, I had a, a question and the brain left my mind like a fart. <laughs> Well, I'm going to do a total side note and 100% not edit this. We're at a conference right now with a bunch of other physical therapists, occupational therapists, nutritionists, what have you, and we're we're a bit on the exhausted we side. Are a little bit on the exhausted <laughs> side, yes. We totally are. This is our first time meeting in person, so I wanted to take advantage of having Heather here as a very, very wonderful resource and somebody for people to connect with on this podcast. So that being said, aside from that side note, me trying to get my brain back into it, would you say that the psychological stresses of getting injured are the same for a musician compared to, say, a dancer? I would say, yeah. I mean, I think that, I think it's every musician's fear is to not be able to play um, and to have to give up their passion. And I would say it's probably the same for dancers. Um, do they Do they hide it? Yes. Oh, they do? Oh, yes. I didn't know that was a thing. Yes. <laughs> it depends. So that was a big thing. So when I was playing, you don't talk about your injuries because then you may not get the gig. If you don't get the gig, if somebody if somebody knows that you're injured, you may not get that gig. There are more people now that are tending to talk about it a little bit more, and I'm really trying to push that with my Facebook group. It's This is a place that you come and you talk about your injuries because you know what? You're using your body all day long when you're when you're playing, when you're performing, when you're dancing. So it's a matter of really, it, it's okay. It's gonna happen. Like you're being active. Active people can get injured. The most important thing is don't hide it and do something about it. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. Yes, everybody gets injured. It's normal to get injured. It's not normal to think it's normal and get used to it, right. but it's so normal to get injured. That's such a normal thing in any person's life, even if they're not in some sort of activity. It's normal to get injured, but don't think that that's something you have to accept. Pain is not never something to accept. That's so, oh wow. Mind blown about hiding it. Because I, I, I remember I've worked with musicians as a performer and I would see, you know, things on their wrists or whatever, like a cast, and they're still playing, but maybe they just had a relationship that was very good. They, I mean, they were amazing human beings and amazing musicians. So yeah, I think I already answered my question. Anyway, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Heather, for coming on. I really appreciate you coming on. How can people find you? And please share your face, your Facebook group. Okay. Um, so my Facebook group is Musicians, Injuries, Healing, and Wellness. Um, and I just actually started it for musicians about a month ago. So, um, and in there we are, you know, talking about healthy habits right now. We're going to talk about all sorts of different educational things and um, just to help 
really prevent injuries. And if people are having injuries someplace safe, you can come and talk. And then um, my website is um, healinghandstherapycenter.com. And I'm on Facebook, which is healinghandstherapycenter.com as well. And I am on Instagram and I'm getting on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not on Instagram enough. I have a page there, but it's sort of, you know, I got to get better with it. (laughs) Yes, totally. Totally. I get that. Yep. But you're on a lot of places. So guys connect with her. She's a fantastic resource. Thank you so much for coming on. Take care. Bye.